Good evening. Uh, so we spent a, we've been spending a little time talking about the uh, halachos of Amir Lenachri, and we spoke last time about certain scenarios in which a person could uh, hint to an anjan to do certain things, but we gave the, the caveat of the next topic, which is that there's a separate, separate from the iser of telling a non-Jew to do something for you on Shabbos, is a separate iser of what's called benefiting from melechah, you know, getting hanah, getting benefit from the melechah performed by a non-Jew. So the, the mission says the following, there's a mission in Shabbos, and where the mission says, if a non-Jew lights, a, you didn't ask him, or her, but they sat on their own, turn the lights on, light a fire. Right, mishta mishla over Yisrael. A Jew is allowed to make use of that fire. But if they did it for you, aser. Right. So if they do it for themselves, and you want to have light on the room, so great. But if they did it for you, now all of a sudden it becomes forbidden to get use to get use of that fire. The Mishnah gives other examples. The person uh, filled up, you know, uh, boils up water. They do other things that they do. They build a ramp. To get off something again, in all these scenarios, if they did it for themselves, so then fine. Once they made it for themselves, and you want, to, and then you want to use it afterwards, that's totally fine. But if they do it specifically for you to use, so that is us. So why is that us? So Chazal made an extra level to this zero. What was the reason why you can't benefit from the malachas nachri? Because if you can't benefit from their malacha, then you're not going to even ask, right? So, so by by making benefit from the malachas nachri usher. So then there's no, no one's going to get any questions. I ask, I won't ask, I'll hint, I won't hint. There's nothing to do. Because once they do it for you, you can't get the benefit anyways. So it's not even worth it. And it can, it's another way of kind of keeping people away from getting involved in a meal nachu in the first place. Uh, to be clear, again, that's only us, though, if they do it for you. If it happens to be they did it on their own, and you just follow it. This happens all the time. People have to go to the, they have to go to the hospital on Shabbos. It's how to go through the doors. That's what we oftentimes say. Wait for someone else to walk through the door, and then you follow behind. Right? They did it for themselves, and then you just walk through. There could be other heterim also if they have to be in the hospital. But the point being, if this is something they did on their own, and you happen to then get benefit from that, from that which they did for themselves, so that's going to be permissible. But if not, if they're doing it for themselves, sorry, they're doing it for you, so then it's forbidden. So there are, though, certain scenarios where this iser, we become a little more lenient. And there are certain examples, we're going to give two of them tonight, where we are sometimes where we can be more, more makeal. One of them is, what if the person is doing something, but the benefit that they're providing is only in addition to a benefit you have already. So for example, you're sitting in the base medrash, and you have uh, only one set of the lights are on. Right? So you can see, you're able to see, but you'd be able to see better if the rest of the lights were turned on. And the nanju walks into the room and sees that you're uh, struggling to read because you only have a smaller light, and says, here, Boom, turns on the light, and now you have the whole room's lit. So the answer is, if as long as you are already able to read, you can continue to sit and read in the room. Because why? Because you're just getting an added benefit. It's not a fundamental benefit, right? You, you, fundamentally, you could still read. You already, you, that, that was fine. The fact that they now add a little bit of extra light, so that's not going to make a difference as long as you could continue to read. If you weren't able to, if you could only read in this corner, not that corner, so you still can't go to that corner. Right? But the point being that whatever benefit you, you, you know, whatever you didn't need, and they just added, so that's not a problem because, again, you were already uh, able to do what you were able to do. It's not, it's not a big enough benefit. Chazal didn't go that far. There's one other example also. There are actually many others. We'll mention one more tonight. And that is what's called Melech HaSiluk. The Chidush Aran, there in that Mishnah on Shabbos, makes the following distinction. What if the Nanju walks into the room and doesn't want to turn on the light for you, but instead decides to shut off the light for you? Right, so, example, you want to go to bed, and the light's on in your room, and you have a, per- a living in your house, and she knows that you can't go to sleep on sh- Friday. Oh, the kids forgot to shut the light in the room on Friday night. So, what does she do? She walks in, boom, shuts the light off. Right? So, 
that's going to be t- entirely permissible to use. Why? Because you're not actually, so the Ron says, in that scenario, you're not actually getting benefit. What did she do? She just removed something, right? It's called Malechah it's, it's Siluk. All she did was remove the light. So you're going to say, I'm not getting benefit from the light. Now, I couldn't read before. Now, I can read. Now, there was a light, and that light is now gone. So the thing that was bugging me is out of the way, but it's not actually a tangible benefit, and therefore you are allowed to use the lack of light that is now there because you shut the light. Now, if the, the air conditioning is on, it's too cold, right? and the person shuts the air conditioning off, so now you're not bothered by it anymore. Again, that's a belecha silux that will be permissible. That doesn't mean that you can ask, necessarily always ask for that. Right? Again, this is the two different, there's two different pieces here. This is just if, it, if the person does so, so then it will be permissible. So again, the bottom line is that to get benefit from a malacha done by an Andrew, again, in most scenarios, we'll talk about, again, some of these, these leniencies, some uh, other examples where we're, where we're makeup. But generally, because Chazal wanted us to stay away from this whole thing in the first place, created an Isser Hanaf. The Andrew does something for you, you cannot get benefit from that, from that malacha. Nevertheless, number one, if they're only adding a benefit, you're already able to read it now, it's just brighter, right? Or number two, that they're just removing something that's in your way. The light is now taken away, so you don't have to worry about it. So those are two examples of uh, benefits where you'd be able to get that benefit and wouldn't be in violation of the Isra.